Welcome back to Fill My Cup. These are the episodes that I call TNT, if you know, you know, which is basically, I think I've made up my mind. Now that I'm thinking about it, I actually didn't. Tristan's notes and thoughts and slash takeaways. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyways, this is just basically where I give, you know, my feedback on the episode before. And so Pastor Jacob's message was so good and he just touched on so many things. If you haven't listened to it, you should go listen to it because he's just a plethora of knowledge. Also, I have a really cozy set on that I got from Paxson and I'm sitting on a couch with my sneakers on because they're new and I think that the sneakers tie in with the shirt, with the pants and the jacket. So, so I've got the whole thing and the cozy home look. Okay, so all that to say, if you're also if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, you can't see what I'm wearing. So that is irrelevant to you. This is for the YouTube people. So the message that I had on my heart to share after listening to Pastor Jacob speak was that idea of not jumping ahead of God's plan for our lives and also just knowing that where you're at is where you're meant to be. And I think that's so important because we're constantly comparing ourselves and where we're at with what's better or what looks, you know, what looks shiny, what looks glamorous, what looks like those are our dreams but there's just so many times often that we hear people who have everything that they could have ever wanted but there's still this void in them because i think the safest place we could ever be is in the will of god even if that means that you're not as far along as you're maybe wanting to be or that dream or desire in your heart for where you want to get to but currently the doors just aren't opening to be there or you're just not able to access that right now, but it's something that God does have for you. And so I wanted to just speak on that from a personal thing. You know, I have dreams and plans and desires with this podcast to eventually grow it and get to travel with it and make it a traveling ministry sort of thing. But currently I just don't know that like the Lord is in that timing just yet. I think it's beautiful to have vision and dreams, but ultimately taking those visions and those dreams and surrendering them to God and saying, God, but your will be done, not my own. And I think it can just be a dangerous place when we're wanting what we want so bad that if God were to say no to it or the doors didn't open for it, that we're left feeling so discouraged because of the unmet expectations that we had versus saying, Lord, these are desires in my heart, but I want what you have for me more than I want my own will for my life. And so there's this verse in Ecclesiastes 3.1 that says, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. And so that being said, there's a time for everything. And I think a really good indicator at times could be opened or closed doors. I was just talking with someone right before filming this, that if God is opening all the doors in your life and you're submitting them, not just walking through open doors, but saying, God, do I take this next step and praying? I'm praying for this door. I'm praying for, you know, this financial provision. I'm praying for this resource, whatever it is. And those are just falling into your lap and just kind of having God like answer those prayers. I think those could be really clear signs and really clear things that the Lord is in fact in that and blessing that ministry or that idea or whatever it is that you're doing. But I think you just have to be careful that your heart's in the right place and your motivations are in the right place 
and not just, oh, there's an open door, I'm taking it. Because sometimes things can seem to be the right thing, but not all things that are good are from God. So you just have to be a little bit careful, like, and you know, like, you know the motivations in your heart, you know your thought process, like, oh, I'm going to meet this person and network with this person so that it grows me, like, don't do things out of deceit, don't do things out of impure motives, but surrender those those dreams and those desires to the Lord, and He'll grow that, but there's a time for everything, and in God's timing, He will grow it, or He'll ask you to, you know, give it up and transition you to somewhere else, and so that's just always so comforting to me to know that if currently the thing that I want isn't what I have right now, I can fully trust in God's timing that he's going to work it out the way that he intends to. And then also, I think when it comes to having a dream, it says in Habakkuk 2.2, And the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. And I love that because it's so important that we write down the vision that we have. So for me in this podcast, I had the vision, you know, I've I have the dreams, the desires, the goals. And then last night, it's January 2nd. So, you know, New Year's. Um, and we're like, okay, me and my mom made vision boards, which is basically just, these are our dreams. These are our plans. We like printed stuff and cut things out of magazines and glued words on and whatever. And it's basically just meant to be like, these are our desires. These are our plans. This is our vision and not my will, but your will be done, God. And so we're not taking that vision and running with it, but I do think there's something important as well about planning and knowing, you know, dreaming, taking what you have that small, making it bigger, making it bigger, allowing it to grow, giving it that space to cultivate it to grow. Um, But ultimately, you know, it's like that verse and kind of referencing it as like a plant, for example, and this wasn't in my notes, but I'm just thinking about it. Like, you plant your seed and then you water it and you water it. You tend to the soil. You make sure it's getting sunlight. And it's like, but ultimately, God is the one that makes it grow. God is the giver of life. And so the same in our life. We can do our part. We can cultivate the soil. We can, you know, tend to it. We can put the water in everything. But ultimately, it's going to be God who makes it grow. And so that being said, I just think it's taking your plans and your desires and working hard as unto the Lord, not for men. Working diligently taking the time to steward everything that God's given you well but also saying but God you make it grow and if this isn't what you want this isn't the seeds in my life that you want to you know cause to grow and pour the water on and grow then it's okay like take it from me and everything's left with open hands to say God it's on the altar these are my plans these are my desires but don't ever take your plans or desires off of the altar of God because as soon as you do, you're running a risky race of taking matters into your own hands to ask God to bless plans for your own life, for your own will. And when we look at the gospel, Jesus' exact words were, but not my will, but yours be done. And I think that needs to be the exact forefront of our mind to seek the kingdom of heaven, seek the things of God over our own will and our own lustful desires, our own passions, our own pride of life. And so... With that though, so in Habakkuk 2.2, it says, write the vision, make it plain so that he who may run, so, so he may run who reads it. But what I love about it is the next verse actually in Habakkuk 2.3. And it says, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. 
If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. And I just think in that, you know, that even pairs with Psalm 27, 14, that says, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. And so it's like, yeah, you have the vision. You've made it plain. You've made it clear. You're praying into it. You're writing things down. But God, I'm waiting on you that in your appointed time, what's meant to happen with it is going to happen with it. But I'm going to work on what I can work on and do my part and trust you with the rest. You know, do what's natural so that way God can do what's supernatural. It's natural for me to plan to, you know, start raising funds, to start having dreams and to start writing things down and praying into things, all those things, making the content, getting the testimonies, all of that. But it's not natural. It's supernatural for it to grow for the exact person that God wants story to be released in the exact time. Like those are things that I have to entrust to God for the finances to grow it, to come in that I have to be praying and trusting God for the supernatural while I do my part in what's natural. And so the couple things I wanted to walk you through is when you have a dream or a vision for your life and it's from God, I would one say, pray about it and lay it before the Lord at the altar. Like I said, God, this is my dream, but ultimately Lord, your will be done. I'm not attached to my dream so much so that if it was taken from me or it doesn't work out or you redirect my life, I'm not crumbled and I'm not crushed because my identity was never found in the things that I do, but in rather the person that I am as a child of God, that if you're redirecting me, it's ultimately because you know what's best for my life and you are a good God with good plans for me. And so I think if that's always our heart posture with anything we do, that's such a good ground that if it gets taken from you or it just doesn't work out, your, your hope was never in that. Your hope was always in God and that he has other plans for your life that are better, you know? And so the second thing I would say is write out the vision and make it plain on tablets as we read in Habakkuk, you know, write the vision down. What do you want to do? Make goals that are measurable, daily goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. What can I do? What resources do I have? What am I praying for? What, you know, what am I waiting on? Do I think it's going to happen in a month? Do I think it's going to be a year? And plan, make the vision and write it down on tablets or, you know, in modern day lingo, write it down on your vision board and make it all cute. Put it in your room, write it in your notes app, journal about it, put it in an Instagram caption, whatever it is, write out the vision that you have to make it plain and clear. And then the third thing is to plan it out what makes sense and what doesn't. You know, I'm all for standing in faith. That's like my thing. I love to trust God for the things that seem impossible. It says in scripture, we serve a God who's able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. And so I'm all for standing in faith for things and just trusting God, even when it doesn't make sense, especially when it doesn't make sense right now with wherever you're at. Um, And I also think there can be something spiritual about planning. There's scriptures that talk about working hard and mere talk leads only to poverty. Um, One second, I'm going to find that verse so I can read it. You can have all this world. Got it. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I'll keep that. I don't know. But it says in Proverbs 14, 23, all heard were all, I can't even read it. Are you kidding? Okay. Proverbs 14, 23, 
All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And so we're meant to work hard. We're meant to plan. We're meant to, you know, steward what we've been given well, and that brings a profit. But if we're only talking about things and just kind of being lazy and idle, it leads only to poverty. So I think God does want us to plan. He does want us to work hard. And I, uh, lately at least, and where I'm currently at in my life, something that I've been thinking a lot about is the talents that were given to people, which Jacob also talked about too. Just that guy in in the parable, I think he gave like, let's say it was one talent, five talents, 10 talents, or we could find it, whatever it was. But basically he came back and was like, what did you do with the money that was given to you? And one person said he doubled it. The other person said he doubled it. And the other person said, oh, he buried it. And because he didn't want to lose it. He didn't want anything to happen to it. So he just buried it. And the, you know, the person was not happy with that. He wanted him to go and invest and make more money and build on it. So I just think if you have a plan, it's that much easier to build from something that you're working towards and then trusting God with the vision. And then the fourth thing is to talk about the plans with wise counsel and not everyone, but a few close people in your life. And so you're not going to everyone. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Because oftentimes we'll find the yes people, a bunch of yes men around you who are going to say like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Do it, do it, do it. But what about the people who are wise counsel who might just advise you differently than the passion you currently have? Like, okay, I want to travel. Like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go do it. I'm just going to go buy the van. I'm going to go do it. Like the wise count, my friends would be like, oh, I love that so much. You're going to do amazing things. Like they want to be supportive. But the wise counsel in my life would be like, Tristan, like, I love your excitement. I think it's great. I also think you should continue building it where you're at, where you're at, where you're meant to be. Keep visioning, keep planning. But rather than just, oh, let me just go to the lot and buy the van and then start going on my way. Let's plan. Let's like think through some things. What are the best options? Take our time on it. There's no reason to be hasty in our planning when God willing. We have a lot of life to live and a lot of time to get our goals accomplished and make the vision come to fruition. So just having some wise counsel around you to redirect you or kind of steer your passion in the right direction so you don't just run off on a whim. And then also the fifth thing is to wait on God and trust his timing or build. You know, I think that's what's important is God, what do you want me to do? Because like I said, it could be a good thing that you're doing. It just might not be what's from God yet. Not to say ever, but I think God might just be wanting you to wait or he might be wanting you to build and you might just say, you know, Noah, build the ark, start building the ark. Like it could be anything or it could be that David was anointed to be king, but then wasn't actually king until years later. And so I think that there's sometimes where God might tell us to wait and to keep that vision in our heart and to ponder it and to pray about it. And other times God might tell you to build. And so it's just praying and waiting on God and discerning his spirit with the times and what he wants you to do and when and trusting that even when it's hard because we get so excited that we want to just do what we want to do or at least I do uh but he's just like daughter chill like just chill we're gonna get there but chill um and so the sixth thing last thing is but never neglect the holy spirit through it all and work from a place of dependency on the holy spirit saying god I can't do it without you and so I think that at times it's like Oh, I can just, I can just do it. Like I already have the vision. I know what he wants me to do. I can just do it. But rather saying like, 
God, I actually, nothing good comes apart from God and I can't do it apart from you. I've heard it put this way and it says, if God spoke the vision all at once, then we would pridefully run ahead of him. And if he doesn't give us vision, the people perish. That's the scripture. It says where there's no vision, the people perish. And so I think God does put, you know, desires in our heart. He does put vision in our heart, but he's not going to give it to us all at once. And often all we need is a next step. You know, just God in our hearts, human plans their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And I think that have that plan, make those, those plans known, write them down, share them with counts in your life, but surrender them and submit them to God to say your will be done over my own. And I'm trusting that each step I take, you're lighting my path. I don't have to have all the answers right now. I don't have to have it all figured out. And often when I do have it figured out, it's actually not figured out and it falls apart anyways. So it's just trusting that God is going to come through in the way that it's meant to and fill in the gaps and the spaces where we fall short, we mess up. And so you don't need the whole picture. You just need the next step. And so I would love to just pray with you right now that if there's something in your heart that you're excited for, you're praying about, or you're you're wanting in your life, that you would just have this full trust in God that in his timing, he is going to come through for you. So Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you so much for the person on the other end of this that's listening or watching. And I pray that they would wait well, God, that they would wait on you and steward that season of waiting to know that you are working on their behalf behind the scenes. They're their names might be in conversations they're not even aware of or spoken about in rooms they don't know of yet. And God, I pray that they would just wait well for the promises in their heart and that they would know that time waiting is not time wasted and they can trust you to come through in your ultimate good timing. Like Ecclesiastes says, there's a time for everything. So would we just be able to seek your presence and be content in all circumstances, wherever we're at, not lacking anything and trusting in your promises. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. So much. Hand heart. Love you so much. And I just pray you have the best week ever. And I will see you again next week. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, all the things. It shows support and I'm so appreciative of it. Okay, bye.